Today, the Biden administration continues to deny any possibility of a coming recession. Matt Gates shows Republicans how to properly respond to leftist reporters. And how did two children catch monkeypox? We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Good afternoon. I want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time. Um, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. Um, I am Sarah Gonzalez. My pronouns are spicy bitch. I am a woman sitting at a table in a multicolored dress with buttons. Next. Uh, my name is John Doyle. Uh, my pronouns are internet racist, and <laughs> I'm here and I'm wearing a purple polo. My name is Taylor Hansen, and my pronouns are why, God, why? And I'm sitting here, honestly, not wearing anything because my shirt identifies as nothing. This is all post-production. He's actually sitting here naked, and then yeah. they added in something. <laughs> they had to add right. in the shirt. Yeah. Uh, this is this is where we're at today. This is the uh, this is our our leaders in action here. I know there are some people who are like, look. They're doing it, duh, don't you know, you ableist, because of the people who are listening who can't see. Okay, well, why did that start today? Yeah, I've noticed a trend <laughs> with the Biden administration that I don't remember under any recent presidential administration of every announcement or speech that's given, they have somebody off to, this, uh, to yep. the side providing sign language. Yep. Or somebody like with Kamala, she's alluding to you know the blind viewers who need to know what she's wearing. And there's something very weird about that, not in the sense that like we don't want people who are disabled to be able to know like what she's wearing, or, but it's almost like they're trying to put in everyone's face this idea that like what is not normal should be normalized mm -hmm. in a way. And I'm not saying it's not normal in like a pejorative sense, like you're lesser than or something, but it's almost this attempt to mainstream disability and deviation to go along with the rest of what their overriding agenda is, which is everything that is not normal has to now become normal in order for their uh, administration to make sense. Yeah, more importantly though, no one gives a crap what Kamala Harris is wearing. So she doesn't even look cute. There's, right, Sarah? there's also that. Well, no one cares about her pronouns either. Yeah, yeah. yeah pronouns. Or her, are, frankly, like no one takes her seriously. <laughs> I mean, other than pimps, pimps took her very seriously. Willie Brown in her career. Well, he didn't take her so seriously either. Uh, all right. So getting into the headlines of the day yesterday during a, of course, virtual press conference uh, with quadruple vaccinated Joe Biden who has contracted COVID. Uh, Biden was asked by Peter Ducey about the looming recession. Joe Biden responded by saying a recession isn't happening, of course, in his view. Watch. And Mr. President, we're getting right. GDP numbers on Thursday. How worried should Americans be that we could be in a recession? We're not gonna be in a recession, uh, in my view. Uh, oh. we, uh, okay. The employment rate is still one of the lowest we've had in history, it's in the 3.6 area. Uh, we still find ourselves with people investing. Uh, my my hope is we go from oh, this rapid growth to a steady <laughs> growth. Reincarnated. And uh, so see, we'll see some coming down, but I don't think we're going to, uh, God willing, I don't think we're gonna see a recession. 
Interesting. Uh, he does not sound well. Uh, I think it was yesterday, one of the uh, previous days, we talked about the Biden administration trying to redefine the term recession so that they wouldn't have to admit uh, on Thursday, likely, that we are, in fact, in a recession using the criteria that we've used, the media has used for a very long time now. Uh, well, their response to this inevitable recession has been so bad, even CNN isn't buying it. This is uh, Casey Hunt, CNN host Casey Hunt, who was pushing back on the Biden administration. You know things are bad when CNN is pushing back on the Biden administration. Uh, she's pushing back on them, trying to redefine what the word recession means. Watch. Chris Eliza, um, inflation affects every American directly. Uh, the Biden administration is trying to point out the, dif the definition of a recession is nuanced. But I got to tell you, I, I struggle with this. I get that why they want to do it from a political perspective, yeah. but like you can't fake this. No, I was just I was laughing to myself with the in my view thing that Caitlin highlighted, because it's like, well, in my view, I should be drafted into the NBA. Like the in NBA, my view, NBA executives didn't agree with that. I would make millions of dollars. Right. right. Like <laughs> it doesn't really matter what you think. It's there's a there is a technical definition to straight quarters of negative economic growth. They clearly believe that that is likely to come to pass later this week. They're trying to pre-butt it. To your point, we get why they're doing it politically. Mm, that when you've lost CNN, when you are a leftist president and you've lost CNN, I think you're in trouble. Yeah, and Biden in particular is in trouble, but uh, I don't think that the broader ideology that he represents is in trouble at all, which is kind of scary because we can't get too comfortable with seeing a lot of the uh, squad members, for example, refusing to comment on whether Biden should run for re-election, or you see some of these traditionally leftist mainstream media outlets kind of uh, criticizing him in a way that we would perceive to be fair. But it's like, if you ask these people who should be in charge, they would say somebody even more explicitly leftist than Biden. If you ask them who should be in charge of Congress, they would say leftist. If you ask them, you know, should we stack the Supreme Court? They would say yes in a heartbeat. So we have to be very careful not to interpret their, uh, I should say, dissatisfaction with the Biden administration for being them like waking up and understanding that their ideas are delusional in terms of where they relate to reality, but rather they just think it's not being applied properly. Just like, well, that wasn't true communism. You just have to do it this way. They just are still not able to correctly perceive reality. So if all of a sudden we're in a recession, well, it's not because our ideas are bad. It's just because this Biden guy can't quite do it properly. Well, and with, you're seeing the, the basic signs of what is a totalitarian government is. They're literally rewriting language. I mean, this is what these people do is you see this, especially with the trans ideology, boys or girls, girls or boys. And it's going to be never ending until people actually push back on it. But I think we're just going to hit an all time low. I mean, we're going to continue to go lower and lower and lower in this topic. And just this country, it's not I mean, I don't think. You know, I'm I'm a very white pilled person, but when you have a president in the White House that is literally a reanimated dead corpse, we're going to have some problems here. And it's not just him, it's, you know, the squad. They're going to be the, the next up and coming, and they're even more radical. It's just going to, what you're going to see in America is the right's going to continue to go farther right, which in my mind, that's we just traditional to. values. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to the authoritarian right because that's what we need to really get this country back on track. And the left is just going to keep pushing and keep pushing. And as boomers die off, especially in millennials, is we're just going to keep getting more and more radical. And it's going to keep going and keep going until it finally can't hold itself and it's going to break in half. Well, what's interesting uh, about the Biden administration specifically, Taylor, you, you kind of touched on this, um, is that they're just trying to not just redefine what things mean, but also uh, tell you, don't believe your lion eyes, don't believe your lion ears, don't believe the high gas prices, the high grocery bills that you're paying. Believe us when we tell you things are great. 
We're yeah. giving the two thumbs up, so don't worry about it. It would be one thing, too, if it were like, you know, uh, a mid-40s like Bill Clinton, like a relatively competent guy. This is like the chocolate chocolate chip guy. Like, you know, he has no idea where he is half of the time. He has to be wrangled literally by his wife, and we're supposed to believe the statement's being released by his administration when we see our receipts, we see our bills coming in relative to our paychecks coming in, and we're realizing that this is not sustainable. Yeah, did you guys see the uh, the TikTok from Corrine Jean-Pierre that was talking about uh, that gas prices actually you're welcome you guys because they've gone down like 30 cents in the last month it's like well you guys spiked them up like many dollars and now you're trying to brag that now it's down 30 cents that's it's already ridiculously high and they're like don't worry it's like the cookout the july 4th I'm cookout still they're like you saved 16 cents I'm still trying to get past the part where you said TikTok. The press secretary is making TikToks. It's so bad. I only watched it because I had to for this program. It's so bad. Yeah, what, you guys. We're not targeting your children. We're not trying to transition the young mind or anything. We promise you guys. But let me just have my press secretary who lies about virtually every topic, you know, create mass amounts of TikToks. Because it's so bad. It's funny, too, because they spend so much time trying to run cover for their administration by saying, well, the president doesn't set the gas prices mm -hmm. because of economic mm -hmm. things. Putin. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's just like now. Now that it's gone down 30 cents, they're like, hey, you know, building back better. <laughs> Hashtag Biden boom. It's kind of like 30 cents down. Um, so I want to uh, kind of switch gears here and uh, play for you Joe Biden saying yesterday that Republicans who voted against banning assault rifles are not on the side of police in America. This is it, look, this clip is really weird for a multitude of reasons. Number one, he seems to look like he looks like he's about to collapse as he's in the middle of speaking. Uh, number two, he invokes January 6th. Taylor, try not to let your head explode when you listen to him talk about how horribly the police were brutalized during January 6th. There's blood everywhere. So, so many deaths of police officers, I guess. None of this is true, uh, but I want to play the clip and then I will let the, uh, the man who was actually there uh, speak on that. Here's Joe Biden. Every day we rely on law enforcement to save lives. Then on January 6th, we relied face. on law enforcement to save our he democracy. He, they literally brought him back. So it happened. The Capitol Prove Police, the D.C. Metropolitan Police, other law enforcement were attacked and assaulted before our very CIA eyes, masks. speared, <laughs> sprayed, okay. stomped on, Stop brutalized, brutalized, and lives were lost mm -hmm. for three hours. The defeated former president of the United States watched it all happen as he sat in the comfort of the private dining room next to the Oval Office. While he was doing that, brave law enforcement officer subject to the medieval hell for three hours, dripping in blood, surrounded by carnage. Mm. Mm -hmm. Face carnage. to face with crazed mob that believed the lies of the defeated president. The what? The police were heroes that day. Donald Trump lacked the courage to act. The brave women and men in blue all across this nation should never forget that. You can't be pro-insurrection and pro-cop. You can't be pro-insurrection huh. and pro-democracy. You can't be pro-insurrection mm -hmm. and pro-American. Oh, okay, now do the summer of love in 2020 when all of the uh, people burned down buildings and you guys said defund the police and now all of a sudden they're your best friends. Uh, Taylor, I have a feeling you have a few thoughts on Joe Biden's depiction of January 6th and what was happening to those Poor police officers who were dripping in blood surrounded by carnage. Yeah, well, my favorite part is uh, 
you know, let's just ignore the, the fact. Well, let's just the, the fact that one riot overshadows an entire year of rioting, something that we've never seen in America before, is hilarious. You know, that didn't happen. Right. But January 6th, that was an insurrection. And to get to the point of where he says, you know, people died. And it's like, yeah, but there's a reason why you don't say which people or how mm-hmm. they died. It's mm-hmm. because cops literally were responsible for killing four protesters and then not giving Officer Sicknick the care that he needed on multiple occasions after he had a stroke, even after being bothered by protesters, begged by protesters to get him help, and then he collapses in the Capitol Rotunda at 10 p.m. It's like, oh yeah, but people died, you know, officers were dripping in blood. It was so intense, in fact, that you had people throwing fake bottles of blood to, to you know, really just re-establish re, uh, re the scene about how violent it was because it was so violent we didn't even need to use real blood we wanted to use fake blood to really create the Hollywood effect but yeah January 6th was an insurrection guys everyone that attended even me you know according to CBP and our government now I mean we're all terrorists because you know God you forbid you, you, you uh, protest your government you can't do that yeah John you can't be pro-insurrection and pro-democracy. These terms are reasonable. I, I, accept the, <laughs> I accept the framework. I was in a Barnes & Noble yesterday, and there was a book in the, the social science uh, area where it was called, like, They Wanted to Kill Americans. And it was a picture of the crowd with the, uh, I think they had, like, a gallows or the newsstand, whatever. That yeah, the one, FBI gallows. Yeah, yeah, that one picture, and they had it of the, the Capitol building, and they, they wanted to kill Americans. And I was looking at who wrote this book. I forget the author's name, but this is a guy who's worked within like the national security apparatus for like decades supposed to be a really like you know sophisticated guy and he's writing the, like or probably frankly ghost written this book and it was so stupid exaggerating and frankly making the whole insurrection thing seem like a lot cooler than it was like it was just a bunch of like grandmas why are you talking about like battles and bloodshed like it wasn't like that at all but they have to gaslight this to justify the persecution of american patriots which is actually i think a good thing in a way because it shows how scared they are if they felt secure in the power that they have over us they wouldn't have to have these show trials. They wouldn't have to spread this propaganda. It actually shows quite clearly that when they talk about somebody like claiming that they're, you know, to the right of Hillary Clinton, they're a fascist. They really believe that. They really believe that like this, you know, sort of authoritarian right wing, far right, whatever you want to call it, is lurking around every corner because they've gotten away with too much for too long. And I think even they know that, which is why they're trying to purge the military of mm-hmm. potential dissidents. They're running all these show trials, trying to figure out who's an ally, who's potentially a foe. They are very afraid of what is to come because they know that it's inevitable and we're going to hold these people accountable. And Sarah, we're going to make a America great again. <laughs> One of my favorite things about this entire thing with, with the J6 narrative, too, is they use the gallows as the face of it, the hang mm-hmm. Mike Pence chants. Mm-hmm. They crafted gallows. It's like, okay, then why haven't you told us who made those gallows? Mm. And they always use this super serious picture from behind with you know, a bunch of color filters on it of where it looks like you know potentially real gallows. But then you go and you look at the alternate pictures and it literally has signs nailed into it saying, this is art on both sides of them. I mean, those gallows, they were so poorly constructed, it literally couldn't have even hung a small person. Mm. It's funny, too, because these are the same people who, if you tell them, hey, you can't kill your child in the third trimester, they will wheel a homemade guillotine <laughs> to and pretend that they're like LARPing the French Revolution or something like they These are the first people to come out with like, oh, you said I can't do whatever I want. Uh, I'm going to start killing politicians. So, yeah, well, let's ignore the uh, inauguration riots as well. You know, when they literally wheeled yeah. uh, figurines of Trump out on gallows and were cutting off his head multiple times. But. 
Let's just ignore all that. Or who was the one? Kathy Griffin who held mm-hmm. up his bloody decapitated That doesn't head. matter, man. You had a grandma in the Capitol. She's like, oh, hi, Jimmy, you know, and like sending pictures to her grandson or whatever. And now she's like in prison. To, well, to your point, because uh, I mean, this really is the, the political persecution of these people is absolutely insane. And it's not talked about enough. Uh, there was a uh, January 6th political prisoner who uh, died in an apparent suicide. He had pled guilty to demonstrating or parading in a restricted building. And when I I retweeted the story and I said, what's happening to these people is absolutely criminal. The fifth one so far. Yeah, someone pointed out, what it, well, thought that they were pointing out, what is the appropriate way to handle insurrectionists who participated in an attempt to overthrow the government? Why is processing them through an adversarial justice system criminal? I'm like, he literally was charged with parading in a f- building, okay? Yeah, I... There it is. Wait, no, here it is. Here it is. It ju- but like, it just, it, dr- it like makes me so angry because it's like he wasn't charged with attempting to overthrow the government. He was parading in a building and they persecuted him so much that he killed himself. Yeah, like, uh, do you not see the problem that's going on here? All right, well, I'm going to take my blood pressure well, medication. And, and, and as well, too, is... <laughs> You know, people talk about the suicides, people talk about these things, you know, they're very underreported. But there has been over 22 people directly related to January 6th alone that have killed themselves, died in mysterious ways, yeah. or just gone missing. Because that's a totally normal thing right. to happen. Right, right, and we're not, we're not supposed to talk about it, we're not yeah, supposed the, to look the, into yeah, it. They're could, insurrectionists and they're evil, the, right? The, you know, just the, the, my, my phone being tapped, that's a completely normal thing to happen. You know, me on my fourth phone since January 6th, let's just ignore that as a journalist. Or, you know, I wake up in the morning and I see nice little blacked out Ford Fusions outside my house, you know, they'll follow my girlfriend. Yeah, that's normal too, you know. Let's just ignore all that because that's acceptable because I'm an insurrectionist. I was in the Capitol that day. So, you know, why don't you guys just kill me already? You you dared document uh, what was going on in real time. All right, we got to take a quick break. Uh, First, we want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. So, look, we've been seeing all of these high prices for a while. We're like, guys, something's going on. Uh, And now, finally, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has admitted there have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, which is always good when you have the Treasury Secretary not fully understanding exactly what is going on in the economy. Uh, Well, Birch Gold and the people who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold did understand they are protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into physical gold. It is not too late for you to take action. You got to text the word Y to 989898. You're going to get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. Guys, this is your money. You've worked hard for it. Don't let it just go away in this economy. You've got to protect it. Text the word Y to 989898 to get that kit. That is the word Y to 989898. If you read the headlines over the weekend on Turning Point's Student Action Summit uh, happening in Florida, you would have read that there were right-wing Nazis that showed up outside the building. Well, Taylor here was at the Student Action Summit this past weekend and uh, encountered some of those right-wing Nazis. Let's see, uh, let's see what he found out. Watch. So we got some straight-up feds out here at this event. I'm asking them, you know, trying to get them to take their masks off. They won't. They say it's because where they work. Their stories have contradicted each other over and over and over again. I mean, look at this. Not my gas people. The feds really need to step up their game because this is just pathetic. Taylor, you say these are feds. 
Yeah, you know, I'm not saying that every single, you know, one of these people are employed by the FBI. That's kind of been the narrative on this. You know, I've been attacked about this. But it's funny because, you know, we see these same tactics all across the country. We saw it on January 6th. We see it in Canada. You implant one person with a Nazi flag to make an entire movement look bad. And all you have to know is that they're sitting there holding uh, poster boards of Ron DeSantis, okay, who is openly pro-Jew, has passed pro-Israel uh, legislation on multiple occasions. But yeah, no, they for sure love Jews. Nazis, you guys, that's their biggest talking point is on how much they love Jews. And you look at their flags, you know, they're perfectly creased, like they had just taken them out of an Amazon package. Yeah, that was and you know, we kept probing them, me and Aldo Budazoni, as we're getting in their faces. We probably talked to them for about an hour and a half. And their stories kept contradicting each other. The reason why they were there, they said they weren't organized, you know, and there was actually another group around the corner that didn't get nearly as much press that showed up at the exact same times. So allegedly, an entirely different group. You know, I actually had one reach out to me for an interview, but I'm not really willing to platform that. But the biggest worry that I have is, you know, I'm getting, I've gotten multiple responses ever since this video went viral, is I have parents reaching out to me of active duty uh, military. And, you know, their kids are in the military, they're 18 and 19 years old, and they're saying, you know, the FBI is coming in and offering them 65K a year. They're, they're saying it's a tech job. And what they do is they'll bring them in and they'll have them do a polygraph and they'll almost treat them like a terrorist, okay? For 30 minutes, they'll play the good cop, bad cop, but literally treat them like they're a terrorist, an enemy to the establishment, enemy to the state, and then they'll turn around and flip them good. And then they'll say, hey, you failed your polygraph. Do you know why? And they'll see if they can lie on the spot. And if they can lie on the spot, they get the job. If, they have, if they're convincing enough for the feds, then they'll get the job. And what these people are doing is they're literally, these are the people that are going out to protest and making people look bad. You know, the FBI is literally hiring people to do this. It's not listed on their jobs, I mean, on their you know, job listings mm -hmm. or anything. But I've had countless parents reach out to me about this. And I have a source within the FBI that's saying that this is happening. You know, they are hiring people to go to these protests and to make their political enemies and, you know, anti-establishment look bad. I mean, they went to a high school event. This, this event was literally targeted towards high schoolers to bring them into the conservative movement. And you're going to go out and fly Nazi flags. Like, don't you think it would be a little bit more effective to infiltrate TPUSA, to spread your ideology mm -hmm. slowly and to slowly radicalize people? Because if you know anything about real Nazis... They're marked, you know, almost head to toe. Almost all of them are skinheads, you know. I've had the uh, opportunity to talk to actual Adam Waffen members, and they hate Ron DeSantis. They would serve Ron DeSantis' head on a platter if they had the chance. Yeah. And it's just so obvious what these people are doing. But no, th those must not be feds out there. They're, they're actually real Nazis, for sure. With brand new flags. Yeah, with brand new flags and Ron DeSantis signs. Yeah, and John. Uh, I think this is also problematic with how much Americans tend to romanticize World War II. Like any political event that happens, Americans will find a way to tie it back to World War II, which enables people like this to come by and be like, oh, we're Nazis and we support DeSantis, therefore DeSantis is a Nazi. And mm -hmm. it's like, you know, hypothetically, if we manage to turn this ship around, we should really have a more refined history curriculum to where if again we get, you know, compromised by communists, they wouldn't be able to so easily, you know, mobilize the sort of guilt by association tactic against people. Uh, so I want to uh, I, wa I want to cover another portion of the Turning Point conference that is uh, raising eyebrows, which is Matt Gates, who went on as a speaker at this particular event. He was asked to clarify some remarks that he made uh, by reporter Olivia Iverson. So while he was speaking, he had told the Turning Point crowd, why is it that the women with the least likelihood of getting pregnant are the ones most worried about having abortions? He went on to say that they looked like thumbs and that they were ugly on the inside and the outside. Uh, here's what he said when he was asked about that by this reporter watch. 
I find these people who go out in these pro-abortion, pro-murder rallies odious and just like ugly on the inside and out. And I make no apology for it. Is it safe to say that based off of your comments, you're suggesting that these women at these abortion rallies are ugly and overweight? Yes. <laughs> what do you say to people who think that those comments are offensive? Be offended. I don't know how he did that with a straight face, honestly. <laughs> like so that is legendary. I love it so much. Listen, I'm not I'm not like if you are overweight out there and you're like that offends me. Don't let it. Okay? Because the point is these people have called us all the names in the book for how many years and we've just been like, "Well, we can't. We have the moral high ground. We have to rise above." No. Who freaking cares? Say it. And I love his response, "Be offended." Like, sure, be offended. That's your choice. It's your choice to be offended. If you choose to be offended, that's fine. Show me the lie, though. It's true. My words, your choice. And if you're going to choose to be offended and have it ruin your day, that's fine. <laughs> it's actually, that's why, frankly, if I were in his position, I wouldn't have just said that to, like, really analyze the situation. I'm saying it to be offensive. I right. want you to be offended. I'm not looking at these women and being like, you know, they tend to be very fat and miserable. Hmm, I'm going to write this down and, and dwell upon this later. I'm saying it because I want you to cry. Well, and one thing, too, that he should have touched on is that the fact that they all smell like swamp water. That's literally what, like, you walk into one of these protests, and it is the most pungent, disgusting smell. I mean, deodorant does not exist at these protests. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to be severely overweight, you know, chanting and sweating out in the 100-plus uh, degree sun about how you want to murder children, you should at least wear a little bit of deodorant. You should at least take a little bit care of your body. But it's a common reoccurrence. There is no lie with what he said. Is every almost every single one of these people, you never see self-respecting, beautiful women at these protests. They're always busted. They always look like they had just gotten ran over by a train and the train bounced off of them because of how much fat they have on their bodies. Yeah, I mean, it is interesting because, uh, look, like there are people, I think, who are pro choice to an extent they're uncomfortable mm -hmm. you know just completely banning abortion but those are not the people that you see screaming like crazy people at these pro-death pro-abortion rallies that's not those people so matt gates was referring to the people at the rallies who literally are insane and demonic we all know because we've been to the rallies and seen it for our own eyes uh but you know what i have your opinion that's fine be offended that's fine I happen to think we need more of that because the reporter is going to write the hit piece on you anyway. So you might as well say something uh, if you want. So, uh, all right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Moink. So I don't know if you guys realize this. 60% of United States pork production comes from uh, one company, which is, oh, just owned by the Chinese. And their hogs are given something called ractopamine, which is, uh, yeah, it's just banned in 160 countries, including, by the way, China. But you're going to find it in your grocery aisle every day. There is a better way to eat your meat. You got to try Moink. It is grass-fed and grass-finished. Taylor's laughing at me. I know what you're thinking. Get your mind out of the gutter. This is grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, uh, pastured pork, chicken, and Alaskan salmon. They deliver it straight to your door. Uh, this is a difference that you can taste, and you can feel good knowing you're helping family farms stay financially independent as well. You're going to pick your meat, deliver it in every box. Taylor's laughing again. Ribeyes, chicken breasts, pork chops, salmon fillets, and much more. You can cancel anytime. Guys, I we love moink meat at my house. My son just recently over the weekend was begging for their ribs because he loves everything there, but he really wanted ribs. Uh, we made them over the weekend. They turned out amazing. And uh, my almost 10 year old like almost ate the whole rack. It was crazy. 
but then I didn't blame him because it's delicious. You got to go there, moinkbox.com slash news. You will get free filet mignon in every order for a year. Yes, do not sleep on that. I said free filet mignon, okay? It is M-O-I-N-K box.com slash news, moinkbox.com slash news. Over the weekend, CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky addressed the two children that are monkeypox positive in an interview with the Washington Post. Here is what she had to say. We do have seen now two cases that have occurred in children. Both of those children um, are traced back to uh, individuals who come from the men who have sex with men community, the gay men, uh, men community. Um, and so when we have seen those cases in children, they have generally been what I call adjacent to the community most at risk. Hmm. I should also monkey. mention, importantly, those children are doing well. Okay, so I I get that like this isn't an STD. They're like you can get it by close contact. Like if you're sharing towels or sharing different things with someone, you can potentially uh, get monkeypox from another person. Um, so don't worry that kids caught it. I guess, but the eligibility requirements for the monkeypox vaccine, which is like oh boy, we're doing this again. Uh, the monkeypox vaccine in New York City. People who meet all of the following conditions can now be vaccinated. Gay, bisexual, or other man who has sex with men, which I think you just call gay, if it's a man who's having Literally sex gay. with men. Like, it's like, bro, you're just gay. Uh, and or transgender, gender non-conforming, or gender non-binary, age 18 or older, have had multiple or anonymous sex partners in the last 14 years days. Um, if you meet that criteria, you can get a monkeypox vaccine. Also, don't worry about what the uh, what what's in the monkeypox. They literally vaccine. could have just put one bullet point and said gay. Gay. And it would have summed Parentheses, up literally. Yeah, literally. And, and, and it could have summed up all of their bullet points in a matter of two seconds. Yeah. Uh, by the way, there's a study that just dropped a large monkeypox study. 98% of those infected were gay or bisexual men. Which is so funny because I think even the uh, survival rate of monkeypox and COVID are like comparable. I think they're both like upwards of 99%. But keep in mind that we were not allowed to attend our relatives' funerals. Mm -hmm. We were not allowed to go to work. Our economy was literally paused and imploded on itself because of this, because normal people had to be punished. But they would not for the life of themselves dare to suggest, hey, gay people, maybe stop having orgies literally every night of the week. Like, just maybe just stop doing that because that would be an infringement upon their expression or whatever. The same way how they refuse to suggest to black Americans, hey, maybe stop glorifying rap culture and then kids will stop shooting themselves with guns. Like, maybe just stop, because that would be offensive. But normal people who exist as a threat to what the regime wants as people who are abnormal, mm -hmm. they have to be criticized for living normal lives. So people who are doing things that are not normal, which should not be a part of civilized society, well, they get a free pass and that will all get swept under the rug. It is interesting, too, because um, I wish that I had thought to pull this, but on a show we did previously when they were talking about monkeypox just emerging and they had to, the CDC made like their little cute little pamphlet about it online, it, they had little graphics of uh, cartoon, cartoonish couples, and all of them were heterosexual couples. Like they couldn't even put the uh, like. We're looking at this. We're like you. 
Guys, the elephant in the room here, the, you're telling us that this is only spread through gay men right now, and all of the couples here are a man and a woman laying in bed together. The one time they're not forcing gay couples yes, in front of Yes, that's what I'm the saying. You have time. no other problem. I, I don't know about you guys, but I am really forward to losing my rights again and having to wear masks and having to get extra vaccines mm. um, because people can't just stop sodomizing each other. I mean, I don't know about you guys, though. Well, I, I also, I find it fascinating that the World Health Organization uh, voted on whether to classify this as a, a, a global health emergency. And they actually, the, the board voted not to, and the, the director overrode them and said, no, we are gonna classify it as that. There's been five deaths worldwide. Worldwide. Super dangerous. Five deaths, uh, 14,000 cases, mostly in Africa. The five deaths all reported in Africa. Worldwide health emergency. I can't imagine why they would start declaring things as a worldwide health well, emergency. I mean, look again. at the flag that we fly worldwide. It's the pride flag. So, of course, when, when their Except allies. Except in the Middle East, of course. Well, true. <laughs> when their allies are the most under target, of course, we have to shut everything down to make sure that they can have as much casual orgy sex as possible. If you look at the average body count of gay people, it would blow your mind. It's in the triple digits. In San Francisco, it's like 500. I don't even what? know 500 words. I'm not kidding you. That's their life. You know, I read a Twitter thread from a, a homosexual gentleman who was talking about, <sighs> oh my gosh, I have monkeypox. I don't even know why. And he was going through like, well, you know, the weeks leading up to it, I had like maybe four or five nights a week where I was having orgies with my cool friends. And now I've got monkeypox and it's super just problematic. And it's like, can you just stop? Like, just, we're not even asking you to muzzle yourself. We're not asking you to stay inside. We're just asking you, please stop having promiscuous gay sex for just a few days. Well, has and anyone, they literally cannot. Has anyone checked in on Zachary Patrizio with his uh, his gay bathhouses, sleeping with 15 dudes in a matter of a few hours? I mean, is he doing okay? Zachary Pinocchio, you might be in trouble, big guy. Be careful out there. I don't even know who this is. Our favorite journalist. Our favorite Other journalist. than Nick Martin. Oh, gosh. Who's a great guy. Okay. Well, um, all right. Let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break. We'll be back with more. First, we want to thank new sponsor of the program, ClickUp. So imagine having one extra day every week. Uh, you'd have more time to cook healthy meals, work on that novel that maybe you've always wanted to write, or just binge some good reality TV, which is what I like to do because I like to shut my brain off after I get home from work. Now it is all possible with ClickUp, the productivity platform that will save you one day a week on work guaranteed. ClickUp is the one tool to house all your tasks, projects, documents, goals, spreadsheets, and more. Plus, it's built for teams from one to a thousand plus, so it can fit whatever need you have. It's packed with features and customization options that no other productivity tool has, so you can work the way you work best. Whether you're in project management, engineering, sales, marketing, HR, whatever it may be, ClickUp has easy-to-use solutions that create a more efficient work environment. You can use code why to get 15% off ClickUp's massive unlimited plan for a year. You can start reclaiming your time for under $5 a month, guys. Sign up today at ClickUp.com and use code Y. That is ClickUp.com, code Y. The plot thickens with uh, Hunter Biden, President Joe Biden's son. Uh, apparently, highly credible whistleblowers have come forward to Senator Chuck Grassley, alleging a widespread effort within the FBI to downplay or discredit negative information about Hunter Biden. This is uh, according to letters reviewed by CBS News. Catherine Herridge over there uh, has tweeted about it. 
Chuck, uh, let's see, Chuck Grassley wrote to FBI Director Chris Wray and Attorney General Merrick Garland on July 25th and said the information provided to my office involves concerns about the FBI's receipt and use of derogatory information relating to Hunter Biden and the FBI's false portrayal of acquired evidence as disinformation. The volume and consistency of these allegations substantiate their credibility and necessitate this letter. Uh, apparently, according to the whistleblowers, uh, they said legitimate streams of information and intelligence about Hunter Biden were characterized as likely disinformation or prematurely shut down. You guys are not going to guess this, of course, uh, leading up to the election. Not that these mm. people would want to, like, paint a political narrative Never. to make sure that all of Joe Biden's dirty little secrets were, like, tucked away where nobody could find them. Not like that was the same time that the New York Post was getting booted off of Twitter for uh, reporting on Hunter Biden's laptop that ended up being completely true. Because, as we know, the, the time span uh, between a conspiracy theory and fact is about six to 12 months uh, with this administration. So, look, I, the, the, the question is that I have for you guys. I mean, I want to get your thoughts. But my general question is, is anything going to actually happen on this? Because I'm not convinced. I, like, the Clintons, great example of a, a family who literally can get away with murder if they so choose because they never have to take the fall or accept responsibility for any of the wrongdoing that they've done. The Biden family seems very similar to that. Are they ever going to get any consequences for all of the nasty, corrupt crap that they were involved with? Uh, no, they're not, unfortunately, unless something seriously and drastically changes in this country. But I don't know if that's going to happen within their lifetime, especially Hunter's, because the way that he lives his life seems to be on borrowed time, which is unfortunate, but it's true. And it's it's a tired and dead horse, but it deserves to be beaten nonetheless. Like, can you imagine if this were the Trump family? I know. I mean, they had millions of dollars spent on opposition research, on private investigation, and they dug up maybe he didn't pay as much in taxes as we feel he should have, even though he didn't really break any tax laws. He was just smart about the way he prepared his taxes, which is like, no one wants to pay taxes. <laughs> Who cares? Especially when you see how it just gets pissed away on like seeing if like frogs can, like it's just the dumbest stuff. <laughs> and two, that a billionaire reality TV star acknowledged the fact that when you're a billionaire reality TV star, sometimes women will let you have uh, your yeah. way with them. Those which, were the, the which big Which is true. Things. He's literally saying they consent. Exactly. Right, so. And that was their big thing. Gross, but also not illegal. Hunter Biden, you could download a file of Hunter Biden's laptop that is like three megabits, and it would be more scandalous than that. But in terms of how much man energy went into covering those two pieces of information, it is probably honestly more cumulative man hours and energy and dollars spent on that than like the moon landing. Mm. But with, with what the Biden family has done, not only Hunter, but Joe and the thing with Ukraine, they're never going to do anything with that other than uh, you know allow it to be put under the rug because these people are all friends behind closed mm -hmm. doors. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, I'm not the biggest car fan, but it's exactly like he said. It's a big club and you're not in it. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, I, who, who, who's going to lead those hearings? Mitch McConnell? Kevin McCarthy? Oh, great. Yeah, they, <laughs> they're real big truth seekers themselves if yeah. you didn't know. Well, and you know, my take is they might. I mean, Joe Biden will never be held accountable for anything he does. He's going to die way before this, and probably Hunter, too, in all reality. I mean, the Taylor's dude is like, Joe Biden's no, going to die, like, tomorrow. No, no honestly, so. he's a walking corpse. Like, I don't think he's going to make it even until 2024. You're going to have the cackler takeover, and it's going to be an absolute... <laughs> 
Doesn't he have cancer? Mm. Yeah, he has cancer. He has asthma. Can't I mean, he did he has, say he, he has, has literally cancer. everything now. But with the FBI, especially the FBI, would never, okay. never lie to protect somebody. I mean, they they totally would never do something no. like that. I mean, to to defeat a political opposition, they would never cover something up. I mean, no. they, it's not like they blackmailed MLK or anything. It's not like they've ever done anything in these public uh, non-redacted documents. Now, I mean, they're never involved in undermining democracy. Never involved in undermining our uh, our country but if they if hunter biden is ever you know caught up on anything it's going to be a very small charge and the left-wing media will just run with it you know they're going to be running it 24 7 we saw that they actually finally acknowledged that there was a hunter biden laptop from hell mm -hmm. and they're not they're yet to acknowledge the icloud leaks right now which mm -hmm. are even worse i mean it literally shows hunter with what is perceived to be underage girls mm -hmm. you know engaging in sexual acts with them weighing crack and arguing with a hooker and you know these hookers have literally been identified. You know, there's evidence of human sex trafficking, and they're just like, no, you know, we won't talk about it or the business dealings, anything. But if he does go down in any capacity, it'll be for the smallest thing, the, the very the thing that limits the less amount of charges for Hunter, and then they're just going to bury, you know, the business dealings, the yeah. prostitution, the sex trafficking. They'll get him on, oh, you know, illegal use of drugs, something well, like well, that. Well, or like the the gun. Uh, oh, when he threw it behind a dumpster, out. yeah. Well, he yeah. filled, and he filled out the ATF form and said that he we had lied. not, yeah, that yeah. he was not using any sort of illegal drugs, which obviously was not true. Um, so he lied on the form. We he's have never proof done of that. that. Yeah, we, he's never done that. Yeah, no, it's not like we have evidence of that. Remember a couple decades ago when a normal American uh, bought a gun which the feds said was two inches shorter than what is constitutional permitted so they offered him an, a job to be an informant and he said oh no thank you and then they laid siege to his property and murdered his wife murdered his dog I'm I think sorry? Even, Ruby Ridge oh or, or you maybe said that, a few years maybe, ago maybe that one like, time ago. Yeah, yeah, maybe that like, one wait, time what? when you know the uh, little group called Branch Davidians um, you know started a stockpile a little mini armory and they were minding their own business mm -hmm. you know not bothering anybody and then they burnt it down with children inside but no no and they, they, they raised their flag that. too over that property as if it were a battle yeah but guys things have changed now in the FBI because now they've made sure to diversify and oh, they yeah. do have lots of meetings on uh, LGBTQIA apostrophe S plus uh, diversity so we do know now that we have like the sharpest people in the mix that makes mm -hmm. me feel a lot better I, I Never mind. <laughs> well, on a more serious note, though, is the FBI has essentially turned into what the CIA used to be. Mm -hmm. What the CIA used to do on American soil, it's like the FBI is the new CIA. And it worries me because it's like, where is the CIA? Mm. You know, usually you can kind of track what they're doing, but it's like, if the FBI is this bad right now, acting as what the CIA used to be, then where is the CIA in this mix? I mean, their new logo... They literally took United States of America off of their new logo because that's not worrisome at all. Mm. Uh, also, the FBI seems to be very concerned with white men, except when it comes to Hunter Biden. So I find that interesting as well. All right. We've got to uh, we've got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Well, this is going to make you want to pull your hair out. During an interview with Newsweek, uh, Dr. Fauci, when asked if he would recommend locking down schools if he could do 2020 all over again, he said, I never recommended lockdowns. What? Watch. I wonder if you would recommend locking down schools if you had to do it all over again. 
Well, you know, again, it's uh, first of all, I didn't recommend locking anything down. You're, you're, you're asking me questions. You're talking about the CDC is the public health agency mm -hmm. that uses their epidemiologists and their science-based approach to make recommendations. Um, science-based, for sure. Well, it's, it's the science. Mm -hmm. It's the capital T H-E science trademarked because it, there's only one science according to Dr. Fauci and that is of course the government narrative no, he science. Is science. He is the, if, yeah. if you question him, you question science. I, am I misremembering? Because I seem to recall him being totally fine with all of these lockdowns and advocating for them and, and advocating for masks and advocating for vaccines and advocating for all of these things. And now I'm being told that he never did any of it. Yeah, you almost have to respect his uh, his diligence because when you're in a situation like that, the only way out is to just lie. And it's a big lie, but you just commit to it. It's like when your mom comes home and she's like, didn't I tell you to take the chicken out of the freezer? No. And she's like, I have the text. Just no, I didn't get the text, mom. Just something. That's like really what he had to do there, you know. Um, well, I want to remind everyone that we have a really big special tonight. I'd like to invite you guys to be a part of it. If you are watching on any other platform other than Blaze TV, you're not going to see it. You know why? Not because we're trying to get your money. We want to get this information out to you. The problem is that we will literally banned, be banned from the entire face of the planet if we try to put this out on YouTube and on all of these social media platforms. They literally will ban us and you will get zero content from us because we will never be allowed to post again. All right. So you've got to go to blazetv.com. It is uncensored, a COVID-19 vaccine discussion. It will be tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can use promo code unsafe to get $20 off of your annual subscription. By the way, I will be in the chat answering your questions. I hope you will join us. We'll see you then. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.